0: Welcome to the Comfort Keepers Davy Podcast, where we elevate the human spirit. Here's your host, Christy Grule. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Comfort Keepers Davy Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jeremy Wolf, and I'm joined by your host, Christy Groulet. Christy, so Hello. nice seeing you again. It's been as we were just talking, it's been it's been a minute, as they say.
1: It has been a minute. It's been busy. It's been busy here and and everywhere. So, and now here we are at the holidays.
0: Yeah, it kind of crept up on us, didn't it? It, it seems like, I don't know, the older <laughs> I get, the years just go quicker and quicker and quicker.
1: That's the wisdom that was always passed down to me, is that <laughs> when you're young, the days are long, and the older you get, the shorter they become. And the more kids you have, the faster they also go. And that's that's seriously the boat. That's it's truth.
0: Yeah, it truly is a blur. So, with the holidays approaching, I thought it might be, or you thought it might be appropriate to talk a little bit about something that probably isn't on a lot of people's radar because with the holidays coming, a lot of people are in good spirits. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're with family and friends, they're celebrating. But there's another side of that where you have the elder community that may not have a lot of family, or maybe they lost somebody close to them and they're feeling a little depressed over the holidays and they're feeling a little blue. I thought, what a fitting time for you to talk a little bit about that and how Comfort Keepers kind of fits into that equation and maybe give some tips and advice for those out there that are a little down so that they could elevate and cheer their holiday season in a positive Absolutely.
1: direction. It's it's so true because like you said, holidays, most people are very excited to get together, the music, the, I mean, maybe not Florida changes seasons, but you've got lights outside. Everything is exciting. And What I find and what my team finds is that this is the time of year where we might see a shift in some of our clients' moods. And if you dig a little bit deeper, what you see is you see an individual who's lived a lovely long life. They have family that spread out through, you know, the state or the United States. So they don't have that connectivity that they've had Um, and they want to reminisce about traditions and definitely Christmas is past. And sometimes when we talk about things that we love and we reminisce, sometimes it does, you know, it invokes emotions that are, are sad too. So, you know, we have individuals who will maybe be spending their first Christmas without a loved one. That's a, that's a hard conversation. And as much as you want to be um, the words of encouragement, it's hard to exactly put yourself in that, in that situation if you've not experienced it. So this is where our caregivers highly trained and interviewed from the very beginning on empathy being able to listen, to encourage positivity out of a conversation that might tend to become woe is me. Um, We find that sometimes it is the smallest little Christmas um, activities that can re-spark joy. So we may not think about baking cookies with an elder. We may think of taking them cookies. We may think of bringing them dinner, but actually doing something with them hands-on while talking about, you know, holidays past or whatever their celebrations and traditions have been is such a way to elevate the human spirit. So we just recently did a stocking decorating event and I haven't decorated stockings for a long time. And I know children love to decorate stockings and ornaments, but I can't tell you how much joy came out of our clients who are decorating the stockings and they say the same thing. I don't even have a place to put the stocking, but doesn't matter. Doesn't matter I'm going to yeah. make this. It's fun. It reminds me of when we used to have this or when my children did this. And that's what it's all about. So it's thinking outside of the box and not just your, your standard, let's get together for food. Um, and then really that brings up the other side of this too, is that there are plenty of people that spend the holidays by themselves. And so we we spend our holiday, myself and my family all together, um, but it it is so important to reach out, to make that phone call, to tell somebody Merry Christmas, even just to tell them that you're thinking about them. I had a gentleman call the other day and he thanked me for a holiday card and all of our holiday cards, uh, are still handwritten because I believe in that and my hands are all cramped at the very end. But there's something very special about receiving something in the mail that's not an ad, that's not a bill, that's not you know junk mail, but something that's for them. And he called and he was crying and he said, you know what, I've been so depressed and I slept with that card. I slept with it. I put it on my pillow because it meant so much to me to know that somebody took the time to tell me Merry Christmas. I didn't think that it would have that impact. Because I didn't know.
0: Powerful stuff. So, Every when you tell me these stories, I get all warm and fuzzy inside, and I get a little—I
1: mean, a little
0: bit teary because it is—it is moving. It is emotional.
1: It is. It's. It is emotional, but it's just to paint the bigger picture of what it is that our mission is in the lives of the people that we get to become a part of, and they become a part of us. We take it so seriously, so much further than these are the services we provide. It is really that relationship not to replace anybody else in the family, but to truly be there when the others cannot be.
0: So what would you say uh, along the lines of what you just recommended, writing a letter, you know, doing these certain activities to make somebody feel that they are being thought about, maybe for a family that obviously the ideal situation would be to spend time together as a family. And if you have a, an elderly loved one that's in another state, either bring them to your state or travel to them. For those that can't do that, Mm-hmm. And, and maybe they are unable to even, you know, hire a company like yours, the resources are kind of scarce. What are some other things that can be done? I'm thinking out loud here, make, like yeah. if you have kids, make a, a video oh, for them and, and, or yes. FaceTime, uh, Absolutely. maybe some local support groups or organizations mm-hmm. that you can coordinate with to what are some thoughts and ideas for folks out there that are in that situation?
1: So I've seen a lot of really creative things. I think the easiest thing that most people will go to is technology. So some of our elderly aren't as technologically inclined, maybe not even having the the system in place to FaceTime, Um, but there's so many new products on the market too that are specifically geared for your elderly loved ones to like automatically answer in the FaceTime mode on this platform. So I think anytime you can make a eye contact with someone that says so much more because you can read that than just hearing it over the phone. So that would be my first recommendation. Now I'm all about the handmade anything because it's sweet. And um, if there are children that are, you know, around available, um, this is a great opportunity to have something created and sent in the mail. Um, Again, just to be able to have it in your home. Um, There are local schools, there are local schools everywhere that would love to do um, cards for elderly individuals in their home or in uh, facilities even. Uh, My children even took part in in a big group effort, and they all created uh, Christmas cards for a local local nursing home. So again, anytime there's children involved, I feel like there's just an instant spark of happiness. Um, You can go one step further. There are church groups that are in so many communities that every year want to do different things. And for a family to call an organization such as a church and say, I have a shut-in really, truly. That's what it would be. I have a a family member. I can't make it there. They don't have anybody else. What can you help me with? And I've seen churches step up to bring them into a Christmas dinner or a service, which is just so kind, so extra. Um, But then I've also had um, church groups in the past who want to go and, and Carol, and that's a very fun, exciting experience, too. So, to open your door and have carolers there sent on behalf of your family to share, you know, the love of Christmas um, with you. So, there are a yeah. lot of options.
0: All good ideas and good tips. Cause I'm just thinking in terms of, uh, we talked about this in another episode about how the elderly generations are typically tend to be more stubborn than most. And when it comes to being alone and being miserable, versus motivating and going out and finding something to do they'll yep. typically opt to stay at home and just you know sit there and be miserable so if you can offer
1: yes. some assistance
0: with that it's definitely very uh, positive and helpful for sure
1: I just it's honestly constant contact that's really what it is so sometimes you have to just keep reintroducing reintroducing the idea of there being somebody coming, whether it's from an agency such as myself or just somebody in the neighborhood, there's a lot of, a lot of ways to try to get your loved one encouraged to leave their home for their own good. And really they just need to do it once or twice. And they realize how, how much better they feel.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. But everybody out there listening, you hear that if you can make sure you you get your elderly loved ones uh, close to home for the holidays if possible. Obviously that's the most optimal play, but if you, if you can, if you have kids and get them involved, make sure they call grandma and grandpa and uh, spread the love and spread the joy. Let's make everybody happy and healthy this yes. holiday season. Yes.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Anything else you'd like to share before we close up here?
1: You know, I think the other thing is for the families who do have the opportunity to be around their family, their elderly loved ones, um, and if it is just around the holidays, this is also a great opportunity to to truly look at the big picture of how your loved one is doing in their home, uh, noticing if there is anything that seems a little off this Christmas than last Christmas or the last time that you were in their home. If it was Thanksgiving, that was just you know weeks ago, but if it was you know, all the way back in the summer and you see a significant change, it's a good time to also start having the conversation of let's get some extra help in here. So I receive a lot of phone calls after the holidays along those lines, and that's completely fine to start talking about it.
0: Yeah, definitely. As we talked about before, that is a difficult conversation to have. And the earlier you could have it and the more seeds you could plant along the way and and prepare for it, obviously, the better. So Christy, thanks for your insights and wisdom. Always a pleasure. Yeah, and we will wishing you a wonderful holiday season for you and your family alike and to our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. You all also have a wonderful holiday and we will catch you after the new year.
1: Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas, everyone. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Comfort Keepers Davy podcast. For more information, visit comfortkeepers.com. Or call nine five four nine four seven seven nine two seven.